You press the button. Uh, you. I thought you were going to press it. Is it that one? Self-destruct. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one that brings me some wine? <laughs> This is Dessert, and welcome to our World Cup of Pubs, a seasonal podcast special to complement, well... The World Cup of Pubs! Yes! Christmas means so much to so many people, but to us, at least every other year, it basically means... World Cup of Pubs? Exactly. Our biennial search for South London's finest boozer. Venice has its Biennale, and we have, well... Go on, say it. I can see you're dying to. (laughs) The World Cup of Pubs! Yeah. The first thing we should say is that we're without our producer, Matt, today. Oh, yes. So we haven't a clue what's going on, basically. No, no. So we're, we're just going to keep talking and hope for the best, mm. like Robbie Savage. Yes. And secondly, and perhaps worse, we're not in a pub. No. That's no, no. a shame. <sighs> yeah. In a ghastly technical oversight, the leads wouldn't stretch that far. <laughs> no. Where is Matt, anyway? He's probably in the pub. Oh, that hurts. It does hurt. Anyway, at least we're talking about pubs. Yes, that's true. Uh, Today we'll be asking, what makes a great pub? Before reviewing the early rounds of our Pub World Cup, the competition that's been gripping Twitter like winter has gripped Britain, although I've been in Portugal, so therefore poncing about in sandals and a cowboy hat. Good lad. And then we'll preview some tasty encounters to come later in the tournament. Mostly we have to try not to talk about pubs all the time, especially at home. (laughs) But today, if we're not talking about pubs, we're not doing our jobs. And as you know, we're all about grafting. Oh, indeed, we are all about it. Work like you don't need the money. Love like you've never been hurt. Dance like no one is watching. But do wear pants in bed. (laughs) That's just good manners. (laughs) Yeah, that's the least you can do, especially if you don't do your own laundry. Right. (laughs) Okay. How do we get onto that? Uh, God knows. I miss Matt. Me too. I'm Dulwich Raider, and I'm with Dirty South, and we're talking about the World Cup of Pubs. Mm. I think, essentially, we should just give a quick introduction about what the World Cup of Pubs is. Perhaps we'll come to that in more detail. Uh Um, But essentially, it's our sort of never-ending search, if you will, for the finest pubs in South London. Yeah, Um, We can't decide, so we decided to put it out to the people... To help, to assist us. Yeah, we all need a purpose in life, don't we? And, and that is ours. Yeah. Um, so we arranged this uh, competition, uh, structured as a tournament, which involves a 24-hour Twitter poll for each match, mm-hmm. which historically has been one pub against another. I think this year we've added a lot of extra pubs, haven't we? So yes, because there's so many good pubs in yeah. South, South East London, or South London rather, and yeah. uh, it's it's harsh to leave some some of those out. Yeah, exactly. So we, we had a sort of group prelim stage, which has just been completed, and we have now got the final 16 for the round of 16. And, uh, you know, we'll come back to what uh, World Cup is, but perhaps before we do so, we should talk about more generally about pubs um, and Lovely. what makes a good one. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean George Orwell. Um, I mean he's he's become very much into fashion, hasn't he, in uh, recent times? Uh, for his, his work has come back to the fore, but um, mm. particularly I find his Moon Underwater essay <laughs> about what a good pub is. That's right. It was published in the Evening Standard. Um, gosh, seventy years ago, something like that. You so were it, you were very young. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and he just provided a detailed description about what his ideal public house was, which, you know, running through his points, um, most of them seem sort of reasonable today, don't they? They do. I mean, I could do without the liver sausage sandwiches. But, really? Um, <laughs> There's but, a lot of food in there you wouldn't like. You know, I mean, we are talking about a man who doesn't like pickles. You wouldn't have a muscle. Liver sausage, you might get away with some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of his points are still very good ones today. Um uh, I guess pubs haven't changed massively. I mean, I know they've got Wi-Fi now. Uh, yeah, some of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, was, I mean, looking at his list, the architecture and fittings. He, he he liked a Victorian pub, and yeah, I think we all like a Victorian pub, don't we? There, well, no one dislikes beautiful. them. Yeah, yeah, they look lovely, don't they? Well, there, are, there are plenty of others I will accept. Yes, exactly. I think some of the more modern ones with the strip walls and the giant light bulbs. You know, I'm happy enough with that if the beer's good. Yeah. So it doesn't. They don't all have to be Victorian. No. This was his first point. They, he was uncompromising on this. The he architecture was, yeah. and fittings must be Victorian. Um, He's a little more strident about this, and we're 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 flexible. We're loose. Mm. Um, he suggested that games such as darts w- would only be played in the public bar. Uh-huh. Um, okay, not that bothered by. That either way, to be honest with you, it doesn't appear to be a problem at the moment. Does no, it? Although it I do like the idea of, of uh, there being separate bars in a pub. You know, that's nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, lots of them have done away with those kind of partitions. Yes, they have. Um, I mean, because it was a sort of class thing before, wasn't it? I suppose know? it was. Yes. Um, but I, you know, quite like having a games room where you got darts and bar billiards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, at the Blythe Hill Tavern, which we'll come back to uh, time and time again, hopefully, um, you know, has three sections doesn't it it's it's golf room it's yes that's right Mm. it's racing room it's football room it's um it does make a difference um so orwell's third point was that a pub is quiet enough to talk with the house possessing neither a radio nor a piano yes i mean i'm happy with the piano really or or cello Uh yeah Uh, that's almost like the uh, micropub ethos today isn't it oh absolutely yeah you don't have any music on yeah um yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, a good pub doesn't need any music, especially not piped music that you can't quite hear. Yeah, I mean, uh, I certainly I don't mind m- music in a pub necessarily, but I don't want to have to shout, you know. No. You know, I mean, if you're having to shout, who the fuck are you? I mean, it, it, could, <laughs> it could be considered rude in a funny sort of way. And you certainly don't want any music on when the football's on. Absolutely not. As we've no. experienced. Oh, yeah, I that. That yeah. drives me potty. Um, his point four um, of 89 was that... The, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's only a few more. Um, was that the barmaids know the customers by name and take an interest in everyone. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I think that's very important. They don't have to be barmaids, but they, no. they should know their customers. They should, yeah. Whatever I mean, gender. Half of my Facebook friends, I think, are people who have uh, served me a pint and become lifelong friends. Right. There you go. That's nice, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's very or- important. Orwell wants the pub to sell tobacco, 
cigarettes, aspirins and stamps. Yeah. And to be obliging about letting you use the telephone. Mm. So, I mean, he was a very prescient man, but he didn't see the mobile phone coming, did he? He didn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I mean, he's, he's got a... I, I'd still like him to sell Becky and uh, mm. cigarettes and aspirin. I think yes. could be very important in the morning. Exactly. Stamps I can live without. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's actually about... Um, Will the pub do you a favour, you know, uh, such as uh, can you leave your bag there or your yeah. bag of livers or something you know, yes. in their fridge? <laughs> um, Talking of livers, we've mentioned the <laughs> snack counter. Um, again, I'm happy with a snack. We're happy with a you know a, a, a roll in a cellophane wrap. I am. I am. Um, I, what I'd really like to see is pork pies, scotch eggs, and sausage rolls. English tapas. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. need a vast menu. You know, I'm sorting out the world. Yeah. I don't have headspace for everything. No, that's true. And as we uh, alluded to, Orwell wanted liver sausage sandwiches, mussels, cheese and pickles, and biscuits with caraway seeds. Again, very specific. Mm, very, very specific. yeah. Um, in addition, he suggested that upstairs, six days a week, you should be able to get a solid lunch. Mm. He was talking about, for example, a cut off the joint two veg and a boiled jam roll for about three shillings. Yeah, that's about 15p. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. We know what you're saying anyway. We know what you're saying. And some of, the, some of the contenders do that, don't they? The Market mm. Porter, for example, in yeah. Borough. You, know, you can get that's a great nice. lunch upstairs. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I do like about those kind of pastry-based uh, with pig dishes is that you can eat one whilst holding a pint. Mm. Yeah. That's true, yeah. They you come with their own hands. handles. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you need two hands, then it's posh. That's true, yeah. Uh, or cutlery. Mm. Uh, is that why you don't have any cutlery in your flat? I don't have any. I don't need any, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, number eight, Orwell demanded a draft stout, mm. preferably in a pewter pot. I think he'd be, I think he'd be, able, be able to find that in most of our contenders today. I'd have thought so. Um he also says that in the moon underwater, this uh, mythical perfect pub, they are particular about their drinking vessels and mm. never make the mistake of serving a pint of beer in a handleless glass. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of with him there. Uh, I, I like a, a, limp, a dimpled jug myself. Yeah, I, I, I'm not that bothered either way, although it's always nice to see one. Um, he posits the suggestion that beer tastes better out of China. Right. Never tried it. Never tried it, no. No. Um, let's something to look it. forward to. Yeah, for lunch. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, and then finally, um, he, to quote him, he says, "You go through a narrow passage leading out of the saloon and find yourself in a fairly large garden. Many as are the virtues of the moon underwater, I think that the garden is its best feature." Yeah, I'm. I'm I like you've that, got to have yeah. a garden, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, you've got to have somewhere outside. Even if you're not a smoker, they're you know it's nice to go out and hang with them because they're more interesting, aren't they? Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean his thing was that it allowed mum out, you know. Oh, I see. <laughs> to mind the baby. Um, yeah, to to bring bring the family. Uh, uh, otherwise, dad goes out alone. <laughs> so yeah, very yeah. Of, of its time in that yes. respect. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, an inside outside option is essential. Exactly, I think that's important. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't, we wouldn't have too much to disagree with there with old uh, George, would we? I think when it comes down to it, you could distill a good pub into decent beer, yeah. you know, a decent drink offering, um, the people, mm. by which I mean the staff 
and the regulars. Yeah. And the premises, you know, mm. which I mean, is it easy on the eye? Does it have nice places to sit? Does it have a garden and so on? Um, and then perhaps one key addition is, is it near? Yeah, that yeah. does help a lot. Yeah, that yeah. does help a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because I think a lot of the votes in this World Cup of pubs are by people for their locals, which is absolutely fine. I think it's yeah, a crucial it's perfectly thing, natural. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think in an area, I'd like, I need to have a pub that's got the football. Mm. I don't need the TV for any other, well, perhaps the racing. But, mm. you know, like at home, I only really like the TV on for football or racing. <laughs> Um, one thing that I liked about some some pubs occasionally will put newspapers out for you. Oh yeah, uh, I, I always liked that. It's a nice touch, you know, especially if you're the only one in there. You know, if you don't want people uh, staring at their phones all the time, splash out on the Sunday sport. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean that's interesting because uh, I rarely buy a newspaper now. So yeah, me too. It's the time when you can pick up and find out what's going on in the news serendipitously, mm. you know, without. Scrolling through your screen, as you say, yeah. yeah. That's a nice addition. Um, yeah, so uh, all these and more would go into making an ideal pub, and uh, we decided to find out which ones yours would be. Mm. Okay, so the World Cup of pubs. I mean, we know we love pubs, but it's a natural question for us to ask ourselves, what is is the best pub. Yeah, and frankly, we couldn't decide, and so we decided to ask people. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were a couple of ground rules, weren't there? Like, we didn't include, as before, bottle shops or tap rooms. Yeah, because... much as we love them. But, yeah. um, we need something that's open all the time. Yes. <laughs> um, that you can sit in and is open all the time, as you say, yeah. Um Otherwise, it was uh, you know, a healthy mix of mix of the old and the new. I think mm. we we like both the old and the new, don't we? Um, we we can't choose. No, uh, I mean it was tough enough getting it down to forty. In fact, mm. as we'll, we'll discuss later, mm. there's a few we missed out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's simultaneously, and I think all the pubs involved um, get this, don't they? That it's simultaneously a, a, a serious endeavour. Oh, absolutely. This is. Academic research. Yeah, it's science, science yeah. yeah. Um, but also, just a bit of fun. Yes. Um, serious fun, which probably sums up us quite <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> well, doesn't it? And uh, as we said, these were competitions, um, pub v pub, held on Twitter with a 24-hour voting poll. And uh, this isn't uh, the first time we've done it, is it, Benning? No, no. Um, the first one was... Uh the 2016 World Cup, which mm. has you know, gone down in history. Oh, yeah. Well, especially for that semi, as That's Motti called it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it really took off for me in the round of 16 when the Catford Constitutional Club beat Deptford's Bird's Nest by a margin of just eight votes. That was a cracker. That's when I realised, you know, it was almost more interesting than actually going down the pub. <laughs> but, of course, you could do both. Yes, um, yeah, I mean, that, they, they look so strong, the Catford Constitutional Club, of course, uh, until they hit, in the semis, the Ivy House. I mean, yeah. that really was a heavyweight. Yeah, it? we didn't know that at the time. No. I mean, I, I guess there was a clue in round one, uh, the Ivy House. 
uh, put up such a big score against yeah. uh, the Hare and Billet. Uh, the Harry would probably have got through in uh, against another an opponent to score quite well, but the Ivy House was really on it. I mean, they gave 110%, Harry. <laughs> they did. Um, having said that, of course, the match of the tournament was probably the other semi. Um, oh, definitely, yeah. Catford's Blythe Hill Tavern versus the Pelton Arms. I mean, six or 700 votes, and in the end, just two in it. Yeah. Quite quite remarkable. Um, yeah, we could have had an an all-Catford final, couldn't we? Yes, indeed, um, yeah. It was, it was on the cards for a little while. Um, that 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 was tremendous. Uh, but the best day really was the final, wasn't it? Well, it was for us in particular because yeah. why was it, that? Because we went to both finalists' pubs <laughs> more uh, than once, more than once, and um, were made very welcome by both of them. We were, weren't we? Um, we were given a freebie, uh, n- which is in no way the reason why we run the no competition. No way, absolutely, absolutely no way. No, um, which is very nice from uh, from Con at the Blythe Hill Tavern and. Tim Barnes was it uh-huh, at the yeah. at the Ivy House? Yeah, yeah he was um, very welcoming. He'd even made a little sign, hadn't he, to get punters to vote for the Ivy House? Yeah, and he dressed up Carlos Valderrama. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was quite Carlos wig. Yeah, it was. Uh, he, he, he was a very good coach. I think possibly one of the best coaches in in the competition. Yeah. Of course, he's not with us this year. No, he's 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 been poached by Real Madrid. I think it? it is Real Madrid. Yeah. yeah, he certainly he was threatening to sell his house and drive around the world in his camper van. So mm. hopefully he's um installed in a lovely pub running their social media yeah, somewhere. Yeah, so look out for Real Madrid this year. Yes. They're going to be big. <laughs> um but okay. yeah, the final was 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 remarkable, wasn't it? I mean, mm. uh, we went, we ended up at the Ivy House. It was a Monday Monday night. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, in one bar, they had uh, knitting. Mm. A lovely crowd there. Uh, another, they had a chess club. Yeah. And uh, the, the the third one was the Gramophone Appreciation Society, yes. playing seventy eight. Yeah. It was fantastic. And, and in addition to the little front bar where you just yeah. sit and get some ale. Yeah, it was quite remarkable. Yeah, and this was a Monday in yeah. January. Yeah. I mean, also it was the World Cup of pubs final. Yeah. But, you know, that's almost incidental. Yeah. This is what it's like. Yeah. Um, this year we've um, decided to have the final over an entire weekend so we can spend more time in the pubs yeah. uh, on a Saturday and Sunday. Um, but more on that, or oh, perhaps we should move on now to this year's competition. Yeah, let's live in the present. What were the key uh, talking points from our preliminary uh, group rounds, the qualifiers, where uh, just one winner would come through from a group of four for you? Well, I think early on, I was surprised how well the traditional pubs did. Mm. I I imagined it would be pubs with a big social media following. Yes. Um, And yet uh, we saw the likes of the Hermit's Cave do very well. Yeah. And um, the old King's Head was a shocker. Yes, well, uh, that, that beat the Beer Rebellion in Peckham. Yeah, but also the, the very pond, popular Long Pond, which in was Alton. Camera Pub of the Year. Yeah, I mean that was an act, that was actually our first draw. We were joking before about <laughs> yeah. having not having a draw, hoping not to have a draw. We did have a draw, and they had to have a two-hour playoff, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, sudden um, death, two-hour sudden death. Thirty-six reasons on Twitter at thirty uh, at reasons se five said the only reason it's a tie is because I hit the wrong button and voted for the wrong pub. Ah, uh, glad common sense has prevailed and the King's Head is through. Would have been worse than the hand of God if they'd been knocked out now. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Long Pound were quite upset. I saw um, the uh, landlord p- 
posted a picture of a parrot being sick. Mm. You would be, wouldn't you? Yeah. Really, to draw. Yeah, really. Um, And, yeah, again, another trad booze at the Dog and Bird in Deptford, Mm. perhaps surprisingly knocked out the Stormbird in Camberwell. That was a surprise, yes. Some Stormbird supporters uh, also sick as parrots. Mm. Yes, that's right. Uh, the the Skians photo finish was uh, was quite impressive, I thought. I mean, they were yes. up against the Royal Oak yeah. uh, in Borough, and going into the last minute, I think the Royal Oak was ahead. Yeah. And uh, but boy, do they know how to finish? I mean, they <laughs> because they they won it by about three percent in the end. But, right, uh, right, right. So they must have they must have had some mobilised someone. But yeah, yeah, but they they're not they don't actually have a Twitter account. No, no, they're not they're not on social media at all. Mm, but. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. They know what they're doing. They know yeah, how to finish. Indeed. Another ding-dong I enjoyed was the Mayflower versus the Market Porter. Mm-hmm. Rotherhives Mayflower versus Market Porter in uh, Borough. Yeah. I think the, the Mayflower, Mayflower just it, edged that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Trad Booze is doing well, but having said that, there was a fine and very emphatic victory, was there not, for the beer shop, yes. uh, a newcomer um, in uh, Nunhead. Yeah, they trounced the uh, opposition, didn't they? Yeah, really? they yeah. saw off the Ephra Social and the Mar- Marquis of Granby. Yeah, um, that was very impressive. Very impressive. Um, and means that Nunhead um, it's a hotbed is very of, well represented, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, another pub we didn't include was the old Nun's Head, for example. But, yeah. you know, there's already the Ivy House, Skians, and um, the Beer Shop. Yeah, well, it is the best place to live, isn't it? Yeah, we, we well, of course that. it is. Yeah, we did yeah. uh, we did a piece on that, didn't we? Mm. It's another again, some science. It was on Deserter, uh, the website. Best place to live, two thousand and seventeen, turned out to be Nunhead. Yeah, yeah, which you know, it's all coming together, isn't it? Yeah. Um, another interesting talking point in these prelims was that was the underperformance, you might say, of the SW pubs. Yes. Uh, that's true. I mean, clearly that is to do with our our readership being mostly southeast, mm, uh, mm. and uh, there have been some questions as we'll go into uh, in uh, when we get to reactions um, about uh, why why they've been included. But we are trying to find the best pub in mm. South London, mm, mm. and um, some of them are crackers, like the Priory, for instance. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Ephra Social. Was yeah. one wasn't it? I mean, that was a performer last year. The Prince Albert, the you know, that's an institution in uh, in Brixton. Yeah, yeah. and that 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 didn't um, get too much uh, TLC. Mm. The Earl Ferrers in Streatham, Bread and Roses in Clapham, and as you say, the Priory, which is, you know, uh, by any standards, a magnificent boozer. Yeah, but didn't quite make it through. Um, yeah, uh, as Richard John said. Uh, on that subject, I thought your remit was strictly southeast. I'm calling old Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said between this and the Stormberg crashing out, this is more of a shambles than Qatar. <laughs> I saw he'd added today the referee's a wanker, which, <laughs> which I think he's talking about you on that one. Yeah, yeah. I saw yes, Tom say the deserter blog World Cup of pubs should really be covered in the indie sports pages. Uh, yeah, oh, that was to Jack Pitbrook, wasn't it? it? Was, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. Think that's it's a got good a point. Idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, Jack, sort it out. You've sorted out Dulwich Hamlet. Now sort us out. Um, yeah, Yukon Cornelius uh, made a good point. He couldn't believe that the Market Porter didn't win solely for its opening hours. Yeah, well, that is a very good point because uh, it's open at six a.m. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, last orders at eight thirty before reopening again around ten. Although I've had a lock in at eight thirty. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and that's a very good point by uh, Yukon there. Possibly countered by Golfgate when uh, they oh. they um, put up something. Uh, they were very cross about the train strike, calling the strikers criminals for. Uh, um, oh yeah. You know, staff trying to get to work and also causing the cancellation of a golf game. Um, ah. which might have lost them a vote or two. A, a tonal misstep, you might I say. Think so, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, Mr. Foldsy, at Mr. Foldsy, says of the Blythe, the Blythe Hill Tavern, that it's like Brazil at the World Cup. Even when it loses, it's still the best. I yeah. that's a very yeah, fine point. Very good, yeah. I mean, it is always wonderful, isn't it? And was it Ben Winkley who who was saying that, that this is like choosing between my children? <laughs> oh, I, yes. I don't have children, but I'm on Facebook, so I understand how people get about them. <laughs> that was on seeing Hermit's Cave up against the Ivy House in the round of 16. That's right. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, Strontium Tom chipped in. Now I get what Sophie's Choice was all about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you want the Hermit's or do you want the Ivy, Soph? You know? Yeah. And she's she's a cyanide, yeah. She's a cyanide, yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a letter as well, didn't we? A bit old school, a lovely letter, a sad letter, really, from Nancy in Catford, who wrote in to say how much she is enjoying the World Cup of pubs because, as she says, I used to love going to the pub as a young woman. It was a highlight of my week, getting together, having a baby sham and a sing-song. Now she says she's unable to go quite so much because she's 111. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, hang on, because she's ill. Because <laughs> she's ill. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Megan, uh, Megoizy, <laughs> Megoizy yeah. um, said, uh, this is a criminal lineup of the group of death, group mm. D. Um, there's no way to choose, she said, uh, and this is only going to get worse, and you lot did this to us. Uh, you know, mm. it's, it's a fair point. We have done this to people, but to be fair, we are all... Choosing pubs mm. every day mm. around eleven or twelve o'clock. That's true in just, real life. In real life, and yeah, <laughs> um, I know uh, Dirk Boyton was quite upset, wasn't he? he said, How the fuck did Battersea get in? Um, and uh, you know, we did say it was a sort of South London thing, and he, he said, "Well, Brixton's okay. The rest is rugby union country." Oh right, I see. Yeah, I mean, he's got a point. The further he does west have, you go, maybe yes. But where do you the draw the is, line? Exactly. If you let Brixton in, you can't say no southwest. But okay, Brixton's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And again, yeah. and again, Stockwell and Streatham and so on. I don't think you'd count that as rugby country no. yet, would you? Uh, and they've got some cracking boozers. Um, as we know, that was all once South London mm. had its own postcode. Um, okay, um, maybe time to have a look at the matches, you know, to come Coming in up, round. Yeah. The round of 16. So, round of 16, the knockout phase at last. All done and dusted, um, everyone in place, and we'll just have a quick look at the eight ties, shall we? Yeah, I mean, the first one is Sophie's Choice, isn't it? Yeah, this Sophie's is... Choice, the Ivy House Nunhead versus the Hermit's Cave Camberwell. I mean, um, Hermit's Cave is an old favourite of mine, I have to yeah, say. Uh, uh, yeah. I think it's an old favourite of a lot of people's because it had a lot of support, didn't it? Um, mm. Lovely arty crowd, open late again. Yeah, great beer. Yeah. Bit shabby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like us. 
Mm. Um, and of course, the Ivy House. I mean, really, it's got to be a favourite, hasn't it? After of last course. year, of course. Yeah, that's that is going to be ding dong. That's going to be very exciting. Mm-hmm. And that actually kicks off. Uh, that's the first one, isn't it? That's tomorrow, yes. tomorrow, yeah, yeah. tomorrow. Exciting. Uh, whatever day that is. Yes. Nineteenth. Yes. But whenever you're listening to this, it might be uh, might have already happened. Check the website because we've got a bracket, a tournament bracket on the World Cup of Pubs 2018 webpage. Oh, it's, it's very slick. Very slick. Very slick operation very we've slick. got going here. <laughs> <laughs> Press that button. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, the next one, the next day will yeah. be um, the London Beer Dispensary. Uh, uh, one of our old favourites in Broccoli. Yes, that'll be interesting. I mean, that's old school against new school, isn't it, really? It yeah. is, because they're playing the old King's Head who came through the qualifiers in Borough. In ra- some and, style. And rather surprised us, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's inter- got a following. Yeah, I mean, I think the the, uh, the beer dispensary uh, will be on it. Mm, mm. So that should be a good battle. Yeah. And then we've got the Deptford Ding Dong Derby. Oh, the Deptford Ding Dong Derby. <laughs> <laughs> the bird's nest versus the dog and bell. Uh, yeah, slightly unfortunate, really, that uh, one's got to go from Deptford, but it means they will definitely have someone in the quarters. Quarterfinals, yeah. Um, yeah, and that should be interesting as well because uh, they're, they're really very different pubs from each other at mm. opposite ends of Deptford, aren't they? Um, mm. One is a kind of a anti-fascist um, music pub, mm. Mm. Um, and the other is really quite trash. Takes the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both. Uh, I love them both actually. But mm. um, they're great. Uh, yeah, and uh, then we have the Catford Constant. Is it? Uh, no, it's Pelton next, is it? Yeah. Um, Pelton Arms will be playing. The Pelton Arms in Greenwich will be playing the Mayflower in Rotherhithe. Yeah. Came through the qualifiers again. The Pelton did very well. Last year, as well, we I discussed. think they may have a new head coach as well. Uh-huh. Perhaps I okay. think Jason may have moved on. I think he was instrumental last was year. He? Yeah, I think Rock Bob will be rallying, rallying the troops. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, it's still a cracking boozer, isn't it? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. And then in the lower half of the draw, the Cap Constitutional Club, um, the Antic Classic, mm-hmm. uh, it will be playing Skians from uh, Nunhead. Telegraph yeah. Hill, yeah, which I mean, showed very well in the qualifiers. Yeah, so again, that's you know that's a pick'em, isn't it? I mean, uh, that's an old venue as well. Yeah, um, as is the Rake in Borough, and the Rake it will be, it will be playing the Beer Shop. Yes, um, but a very strong uh, contender from Nunhead. The Rake could be considered London's first micropub by some criteria. Could be, yeah, and the Beer Shop. Um, one of its more recent one ones. One of its more recent ones, yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, I, I think the beer shop is definitely one to watch, isn't it? Definitely yeah. one to watch, yeah. Yeah, great place. Um, and then getting a little more traditional, the King's Arms in yeah. Waterloo. Mm-hmm. Uh, a marvellous pub. I mean, it does get a bit overcrowded perhaps yeah. after work. A bit sooty, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, get, get in there before the herd would be our advice, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, opening time. Yeah, um, when it's wonderful, you've got the place to yourself. Again, a lovely little saloon bar there, isn't it, with some yeah. fixed seating around the fire. Yeah. They will be playing the East Dulwich Tavern. Mm. Um, tough one. A tough one for both contenders, I think. East Dulwich Tavern, again, yeah, that's an antique pub, isn't it? That was their first pub, and um, it, I think it's kind of got everything for me. I, I, I like the fact that it's 
roomy enough to meet a crowd in one side. They show the football assiduously, don't they? Yeah, really yeah. well, turning the sound up and down. They've got a good selection. Yeah, the grub's decent. Do they fill, decent. fill your pint glass up? It, when asked, yes. <laughs> they're legally obliged to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that should be an absolute cracker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, the Blythe Hill Tavern. Mm. I think uh, a lot of people tip for the top. The Brazil of the, the competition. The Brazil Hill Tavern. Yes. <laughs> Against uh, Beer Rebellion in Gypsy Hill. Against, which is, one, you, know, you know, I basically fell in love with that place the moment I walked in the door. I remember hearing yeah. tell of it and going up there and dragging a few friends there and it just blew my mind. Wonderful gaff. Hmm. Um, they will have their work cut out against the Blythe Hill Tavern. They because were. even though the Blythe Hill Tavern perhaps hasn't got the, you know, the biggest social media following, people just love it. They do. Yeah, uh, yeah and yeah, for good reason. Yeah, you never hear anybody... Say a bad word against it. No. So, um, any tips out of that lot? I mean, um, Labbrooks are opening a book on this, aren't they? So uh, should... I would hope so. Yeah. 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 Well, um, yeah. I, I think the beer shop are going to uh, be strong, but I think uh, yeah, Blythe Hill Tavern. I think is uh, is my favourite probably at the at the moment. We have to see how the Ivy House is affected by uh, the change in uh, social media strategy. We should find that out. That. Very early on, Very early really, on, as yeah. it's the first game. We'll learn a lot. I mean, as 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 in the last one, the first four semi-finalists came out, came storming out of the mm. traps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm finding it hard to look beyond Blythe Hill Tavern and Ivy House, but that's just because they were last year's finalists. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. I mean, look at the look at the newcomers this year. The Hermit's Cave obviously has a very loyal following. Mm. The EDT, the East Dulwich Tavern, recorded a record percentage win. It did. In a low-scoring game. It was a low-scoring game. Yeah. but um, That's true, yeah. And Skians, I think, has shown uh, it knows how to win. Yeah, they know how to finish. Yes. Very um, important. Um, but At yes, this level. Like you, an outside, I would have an outside bet, perhaps, on the beer shop. But anyway, all to play for. This year, we're going to run the final over... Saturday and the Sunday, I believe the 7th and 8th of January. Yeah. And we propose to be spending an awful lot of time in both finalists. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, do consider doing the same. Yeah, see you there. And remember, as uh, the pubs do, mm-hmm. um, that whoever wins this competition, we are all the winners. We are. I mean, it just goes to show just how many brilliant pubs there are in, in Very true. The we've, pr- we've got 40 in this competition there must be another dozen that really deserve to be in there that aren't in there. Yeah. We are all winners. Yes. <laughs> well, that's about it for this seasonal special. Yeah, I guess it is. Thanks for listening, and uh, we hope you've got plenty of ideas for pub visits, not just this holiday and into the new year, but in January and February, when we all get our lovely pubs back. That's right. Pubs aren't just for Christmas, are mm. they? Uh, before we go, I understand you've got some what some might term a festive treat for us. Yes, that's right. Um, well, as you know, I've had almost two people now ask me about the deserter theme tune. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it comes from, who it's by, how they can avoid hearing it ever again and so on. <laughs> right. Chris Wiz from Football thought we'd sort out... The worst piece of library music in existence, not my words, his, and wrangled it through a knockoff Moog synthesizer. Charming. <laughs> Where is it from then? Well, in fact, it's from an old tune of mine that I had lying around on SoundCloud. 
Right, and I understand it features Mrs. Raider on Vox, is that? It does, and Deadly Headley on, on backing. As long as Half-Life isn't on Maraca. No. <laughs> God, thank God. And just to be sure, we have the copyright for this, do we, before we play it again? Yes, indeed. Um, well, I do. I see. Yeah, it's how I'm paying the rent at the moment. I get Matt to use this on every podcast, you see, and um, you're paying me a fortune. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Okay, okay, what's it called? It's called My Mother Played Viola in a Space Folk Band. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, it's the story of a love lost but not forgotten, told from oh, the perspective just of play a young it, girl. Play it, barman. <laughs> oh, there isn't one. Shit cakes. When my mother joined the circus, my father stayed away. She lost her inhibitions and he lost the will to play. She came home at weekends and danced about the house He hid in the garden tending peas for his spouse Of his old flame. 